Hearing Loss Live talks with Harry Wolf about Audible Talkers Toastmaster. Good morning and welcome to Hearing Loss Live. Welcome to 2024. We hope you are remembering to like, share, subscribe to all of our content. Maybe check out our classes that are rolling out in February. Bring a partner. Again, this year will be buy one, bring one free. Um, What else? I always forget something, so I'll throw it on the end, as we all know. We have some new content ideas this year, and one of them is introducing the hard of hearing public at large, community members that um, are doing above and beyond to help uh, lessen the stigma of hearing loss, I guess is how I'm going to put it. As you all know, Shelly Wyatt has been with Audible Toastmasters for a little while. We try to make sure we let you know when their meetings are, and she's given some of her speeches, and you can find them on our YouTube page. Um, But we would like to introduce you to Harry Wolf. Harry Wolf is the founder of Audible Toastmasters, and I'm going to have him go over the history here in a second. We love this subject for this month because, as you know, it's about confidence with your hearing loss. What better way than to get out of your little box, (laughs) get online, get to a meeting, and do public speaking, right? So, Harry, can you give us some background on how you founded Audible Talkers Toastmaster? (laughs) In November of 2018, I received a real shock in my Toastmasters club. I'd been a member for 20 years, but all of a sudden as I aged, I had trouble hearing the speakers. And it made me realize that people with hearing loss would have trouble being in Toastmasters. So I decided to found a club to accommodate people with hearing loss, myself and others in the area. Of course, in my research, I discovered there are around 800,000 people in the region that fit the, the profile of having some degree of hearing loss. So I began the club, started the club, and it was a real challenge getting it going, but uh, it was interesting as well. Fortunately, uh, we met in a room that had a hearing loop. And we never would have gotten that room if the person who coordinated with us, Michelle Stokes, had not previously been in Toastmasters and had not had hearing loss. Because with hearing loss and participating in Toastmasters, she understood exactly what I was talking about and why it would be good to have a meeting in a room with hearing loop. So she let us meet in the room and we did meet beginning July 1st was our first meeting and we needed to recruit 20 members to become an officially chartered club which we did by November the end of November we recruited the additional members and when we gave our model meeting the first meeting after delivering it 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 went so well that two people came up and joined the club on the spot, okay? Those two people were Peggy Staples, who was the president of my chapter of the local chapter of Hearing Law Association, 
and Minerva Gutierrez, who's been heavily involved in hearing loss projects. They joined on the spot. So I spent the next six months or so recruiting, and we ultimately reached 20 members. About half of those members have hearing loss. Uh, I like to say that Audible Talkers Toastmasters is not a club for people with hearing loss. It's a club for everyone, including people with hearing loss. We are inclusive. So everything was going fine. Uh, we have great meetings in the club. It took a little while to get to the library during rush hour, but that was okay. And then COVID struck. Well, we had to cancel our in-person meetings, so we moved online. But moving online was a blessing in disguise. Instead of spending three hours going to and from and set up, I spent 15 minutes. And so it was great. Secondly, we recruited some people outside of Arizona who wanted to improve their English. So we had someone from Saudi Arabia, from Germany, from Bogota, Colombia, from Jamaica, and they were members of the club. They joined soon after. They weren't the charter members. They joined because they were very interested in what the club had to offer. And I was impressed with one person who in Saudi Arabia, our club meeting starts at 3 a.m. their time. This man has two small children. For him to continue, he was a member for a year. I couldn't believe it. But he liked the meetings in the club enough to be willing to do that because he felt he could improve his, his English. And, of course, improve your self-confidence. And that's another thing that we work on. And I'm working on that now, improving my self-confidence. I'm going to be giving a contest speech um, in the upcoming international speech contest. And there's a difference between giving a formal speech and connecting with your audience. Connecting with your audience is a level above. Because I've given thousands of speeches in my career, literally thousands because of what I did. And I was pedantic. I was educational, but I didn't necessarily connect. And I could tell by looking at people's faces. You know, they were looking off. And so now I'm trying to work on my goal this year is to be more a more engaging speaker. So... Yeah, that's jogged memory for me that I haven't thought of in a long time. But in the mid-90s, I went back to the local community college and went back to school. One of the classes was speech. And I remember being okay with standing up there, but I, I had to get with the teacher beforehand and say, I, there's no way I'm going to understand everybody's whole speech. I am not going to be able to participate in the feedback portion of the speeches that are given. And I also need to, of course, sit up front and show up early. And this, this was in the mid-90s, so I, I did okay, but <laughs> I've done better since. And he was really good about me not providing feedback for that reason. And But it was pretty sad because 
I wanted to hear everything and I wanted to be a part of that too. So I think that's what kept me from joining Toastmasters prior to joining Audible Talkers was because I would think about that feedback process and go, oh God, you know, that's going to be so much work. And you eliminated that with Audible Talkers. So when um, Christy asked me to join, I was like, okay, <laughs> because there was accessibility. Yeah, well, I did learn some things through club members. One thing I learned that captions were not enough if you were evaluating a speaker. And it was Peggy Staples who said, I need a transcript of the speech. So now we get written transcripts of the speech for most people the afternoon before the meeting. And that way it is more reassuring to people if they have it. But it, you know, as Peggy said, I can't evaluate someone while I'm struggling to hear them. Okay. So uh, she, she educated me on that. And so we adapted and, and we continue to look at ways to adapt. Uh, one thing that was suggested the other day was we have an impromptu speaking session where we ask people questions. Well, Someone said it would really be nice if we could have that uh, in text or if we could have somewhere where it was written down. So we tried that at our last meeting and it, it went quite well. Actually, the person had a PowerPoint presentation and moved through the questions. But that was really good because several of our members, uh, several of our guests, I should say, who were very hard of hearing, couldn't hear what was going on. And that's why a one didn't want to participate in table topics. Not because she was scared, but because she couldn't hear the question. So we learned that you need to use the chat box uh, for this impromptu speaking so everyone can participate. Yeah, the transcripts or getting transcripts before their meetings were always super helpful because I knew even if it didn't match perfectly what they said, because during speeches, right. we all tend to stray a little bit if we're doing it right. <laughs> I've, that which I learned from you, Harry right. <laughs> and Julia. Julia strays too, so, uh, but <laughs> it's okay because you gotta be on your toes and that's what Toastmaster teaches yeah. you. The questions, I, I know that when I do table topics, I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I really going to hear it? That was a very good idea. I hadn't thought about asking for it in text. Right. Um, the theme of our meeting can be inspiring. I'm trying to think of uh, Christie's theme in the last meeting was a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, although I'm trying to think. Well, the theme for the coming meeting, January 8th, is new beginnings. The theme provides a focus for the meeting. And usually table topics questions will be related to the theme. But it's nice to have a theme that attracts people's attention. And, you know, some people have interesting and innovative themes. It is, and uh, the themes help a lot. And um, you know, the whole experience has just been 
really good. And I was actually kind of sad that I had to drop out in the last, what, year, maybe year, six months or something. But it's, there's just so much going on. Well, I learned a lot from all of you. I like to attend when I can. I catch myself when I'm doing these podcasts now, thanks to you and Audible Talkers, saying, pause. (laughs) No ands, no us, or or keep it to a minimum. Well, I understand your need to drop out of the club because it's all about priorities, okay? And I understand that family, job, health are the top priorities, and you may not have enough time for something else. That the magic of Toastmasters, believe it or not, is that it supports our priorities, all right? So beyond physical well-being or mental health is paramount. And when you attend an engaging Toastmasters meeting, you just feel so great after the meeting. Big problems don't seem so big anymore. And you feel like you can accomplish things that you didn't think you could. And that really happened to me. The, the story is uh, I was trying to be, become bilingual or at least get closer to bilingualism. So I was in Puebla, Mexico for an immersion program and I joined a Toastmasters club to get better feedback on my speeches. Well, I practiced, I, I was assigned to give my first speech in a couple of weeks, and I practiced extensively with my teachers and everyone else so that I'd be well prepared and would be confident. And I gave the speech and they loved it because I talked about my efforts to become bilingual and with joining this club, you were going to help me meet my dream. Well, at the end of the speech, they started clapping vigorously, but then they did something that just blew me away. They started a a chant, uh, a cheer, if you will. They said, uh, lo hizo, lo hizo, un diez, un diez. I know the captions are not going to do well with this. You did it. You did it. A 10, a 10. I couldn't believe it because this was one of the best clubs in Mexico. And I can't tell you how how I felt as a result of that experience. Uh, At each meeting, they had five formal speeches. Okay. This club, you know, meant business. And uh, they set a great example. And some of the members mentored me. So, so in this case, you know, uh, Toastmasters helped me meet a goal that was important to me. So just keep that in mind that Toastmasters can help you with that. It can help you when there are family disputes or you're not talking to someone. When you practice impromptu speaking in table topics, you have a better chance to think on your feet, as they say, and respond appropriately and not say something that is going to create, you know, a conflict or maybe you don't talk to one another for years. So there's that. And of course, Toastmasters can help you advance in your career. It provides more self-confidence when you give speeches. 
and you're more articulate. You're able to get to the point. And so we have one member of the club who wants to become uh, run for public office. He's not hard of hearing, but he joined the club in order to increase his self-confidence and especially work on being more passionate when he speaks. His speaking is fine. He has a beautiful speaking voice. But the passion that you need to become a, you know, to become an engaging speaker and to run for public office is is essential. And so I think he's moving toward his goal. And I'll be on his campaign committee when he does run. Super cool. Harry. Toastmasters, I know it's on a Monday. Is it once a month or twice a month? Okay. In our club, we meet twice a month. Normally, we meet the first and third Monday at 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time of each month. But January, this January is a strange month. Both the first and the third Mondays fall on federal holidays. So I decided and asked the club if it was okay to move to the second and fourth uh, just for this month. And then we go back to the first and third. So that's a long response, but yes, twice a month. No, that's that's great info. I just wanna add that Arizona time is very stable and it, it changes for everybody else, but it never changes for them. So when the time well, changes again, it will be Pacific time. I have to be careful. I don't say Arizona time anymore because what is Arizona time? I say mountain standard time. Okay. And when we go, we, when the clocks change again, I'll say we're on Pacific time. Okay. Uh, because, you know, we have had some people uh, have trouble with the time and uh, I find it funny when someone enters the meeting like seven o'clock when it ends at seven fifteen because they think it's six o'clock, you know. And we've had that happen. Shelley, you might have even done that one time. Yeah, yeah. And it's very funny. They're embarrassed. I just laugh, you know. But what I've done in my notices now is I've explained. Please adjust to your own time zone. And I even say, for example, if you're on the East Coast, it's eight o'clock your time. Because again, one of the people said to me, hey, this is confusing. You need to clarify that. So we added it to our meeting notice. Yeah, I think we stole that from you, Harry, by the way. We now, I think Shelly has that in almost everything we put out, that same Please adjust for your time zone because we find yeah, I right. never thought I had yeah. problems with time zones, but as I age, it gets worse and worse, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I hope you read our blog as well. We have a blog that matches with this that um, goes into a little more depth yeah. in depth. It will also have Harry's email address. Um, so you can reach out to Harry if you have more questions or want to join Audible. Talkers Toastmaster. It's a lot for me to get out of my mouth, right? Um, 
uh, we, I'm sure he'd love to see more people there. Uh, it's a great way to build your confidence. It's a great way to meet other people. Um, I think it's a great way to even involve some lip reading. Am I wrong? Let me just add that one of the things that I think this could help build confidence in is that work. How are you going to tell people at work about your hearing loss and what your communication needs are? You can practice wonderfully with this group. They're so supportive. That is a great idea. Or that moment when you get that person that says, are your ears in? And you can be able yeah. to practice what that truth is. And that, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, Confidence they're done that. Yeah. 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 I love that. Anything else before I close this out? No, nothing. I thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I found your questions very interesting and provocative. So I enjoyed participating in this and responding to your questions. We thank you for joining us. We we do love Audible Talkers pod. <laughs> Let me try again. Audible Talkers Toastmaster. I know Shelly's really enjoyed it. So, well, I'll tell you, I I started with Audible speakers Toastmasters, but then I realized you can have speakers sitting on your desk, and so I changed it to Audible Talkers. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like it. All right. We hope you're enjoying this month with confidence. Um, I don't remember what we're doing next month, but it will probably be on the other podcast we cut this month for our workbook package. Remember to uh, share, like, and subscribe, and we look forward to seeing you again. Bye.